Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Nine. T-minus eight seconds, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Podcast, Space Cadets. My name is Will, and I'm beaming this down directly from the mothership to your device right now. All of your reviews on iTunes Everybody that supported this podcast, everybody who's left a comment on iTunes, constructive criticism, I want it. Thank you so much for all of that. I really do appreciate it. Everybody that listens to this podcast, you're helping the podcast just by being here. So thank you. Thank you so much. You can also support this podcast if you want to by going to our website, spacenewspodcast.com, where you can find all of our social channels at Space News Pod, and you can also join our Discord, which will keep the conversation alive when we're not on this podcast. So again, thank you for all of your support. That's all I got to say. You are amazing. And you know what else is amazing? That Uranus was smacked by something twice the size of Earth, and it was knocked over on its side. Smacked, smashed, slammed by something twice the size of Earth. So there were some recent computer simulations that a body about twice the size of Earth smushed into the side of Uranus about three to four billion years ago. And the impact created an oddity in our solar system, which is the only planet that rotates on its side. I'm going to name off the authors of this study real quick. I hope I don't butcher any names, but Jacob Kegaris from Durham University, Louis Teodoro from NASA Ames, Vincent R. Eek from Durham, Richard J. Massey from Durham, Matthew Schaller from Durham, David C. Catling from University of Washington, Seattle campus, Christopher Fryer from Los Alamos National Laboratory, Don Korikansky, sorry Don, I don't know if I butchered that, at the University of California Department of Earth Sciences, Michael S. Warren and Kevin J. Uh, Zonnell from NASA. This is a study from those people. The study is titled How Uranus Fell Over, Consequences of Giant Impacts with High Resolution Simulations. You can check that out if you search for it. It's on confex.com. So let's go way back to when the solar system formed. It started with a massive cloud of gas, dust and other debris and things like that. And the cloud swirled up, it became denser and denser, and it formed the sun in the center. And the rest of the gas and the dust were circling around, and the sun is about almost 100% of the mass in the solar system. It's 99.8% of the mass. And the remaining 0.2% swirled around it, clumped up, and that's how we got the planets that we have today. So all of the swirling gas around the sun created the planets, and they all rotate the same way, except for Uranus, 
And that's kind of flipped on its side somehow. And it's not just flipped a little bit, you know, like most of the planets are pretty similar as far as their axis goes. But Uranus, it's kind of crazy. It's about 98 degrees different than the rest of them. Now, remember Jacob Kegerice? Sorry, Jacob. Sorry about the name. Uh, He stated in the report, our findings confirm that the most likely outcome was that the young Uranus was involved in a cataclysmic collision with an object twice the mass of Earth, if not larger, knocking it on to its side and setting in process the events that helped create the planet we see today. They did a bunch of tests. They did a bunch of situational simulations about how this could have happened. And here's what he said about it. We ran more than 50 different impact scenarios using a high-powered supercomputer to see if we could recreate the conditions that shaped the planet's evolution. Our findings confirmed that the most likely outcome was that the young Uranus was involved in a cataclysmic collision with an object twice the mass of Earth, if not larger, knocking it on its side and setting in progress the events that helped create the planet we see today. And not only Uranus, look, not only Uranus is on its side like that. Five of its largest moons are also the same way. Its magnetic field is lopsided. And it's the only planet where the interior heat doesn't escape from the core of that planet. Now, according to the study, this all happened in a matter of hours. The collision happened two or three billion years ago, but it was over really quickly. By the time you could fly from New York to Florida, this thing was lopsided. A whole planet was on its side. A whole planet, a gigantic planet was on its side and rotating sideways. And they think that this thing that's twice the size of Earth that slammed into Uranus was made of rock and ice. And some of the material fell into Uranus's core. And this explains a few things, right? It says that the object was made of rock and ice and now it's part of it's in the core, but not all of it. That explains why Uranus doesn't shed heat from its core. Uh, According to the study, furthermore, most of the impactor's ice and energy is deposited in a hot, high entropy shield at a radius of 3R. And this could explain Uranus's observed lack of heat flow from its interior. And it could also attest to the planet's weird magnetic field. So Earth's magnetic field is tilted and the geographic poles by about 11 degrees. And Uranus's field is more like 59 degrees. So this is not like a new thing. Uh, planets get smashed into all the time. And especially in the early solar system, things were winging around all over the place and smashing into each other. So this is a this is a, a normal thing back then. Now, of this magnitude, uh, probably not. But especially with something as large as Earth, two times as large as Earth, smacking into a full planet and whipping it onto its side so it floats around in space, spinning on its side. That's a little bit different. So this is pretty cool. These findings are pretty neat. And I'm, uh, you know, I I can't wait for the next batch of findings because before this, they thought it was like a, a bunch of impacts. 
And now this says it could have just been one thing. Hit it once, toppled it over within a couple hours, and that was it. It was done. It's on its side for the rest of eternity until it gets smashed by something else. And if that gets smashed by something else, it could flip over the other way and turn it right side up. But we don't know if it's ever going to get it smashed into by something two times as large as Earth, because we don't know if anything is out there that can do that. We haven't found anything out there that's two times the size of Earth that's just winging around the solar system. So it's unlikely to happen. It's possible, though. Anything's possible in space. That place is crazy. So there we have it. Space cadets. Lots of information about Uranus that we didn't have before. Thanks to this new study. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Anybody who's listened to the podcast. Anybody who's left a review on iTunes. That's the most important thing is leaving the review on iTunes. And that's going to move us up the charts. And then we're going to get more popular and more cool. Is that going to? No, probably not more cool, but we'll get more popular and be able to do more of these episodes. I do them every day and I'd love to be able to do longer ones for you guys. So I want to say thank you to everybody. And that's about it. So from the mothership, I will see you soon. We have ignition and liftoff.